here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 106.1 FM in Bombela. It's 17 after 9. In a moment, I'm going to be opening the lines and talking about, you know, some of the news developments that are taking place. Of course, anything else that is on your mind. For now, for our thinking point today, we're entering a second week where protests by students are continuing. This morning already, we're seeing students starting to gather in Johannesburg and in different parts of the country. And I was looking at some of these visuals and the one thing that I was thinking about is how are these protests going to be brought to an end? Because there are realities that we're currently facing, right? You have the very real and legitimate complaints that are being raised by students about funding. You also have the very real economic constraints over what is possible and what is impossible. What complicates it is that you have a government that just a couple of months ago gave SAA a 10 billion rand bailout and students are saying, well, if you can find 10 billion rand for SAA, I'm sure you can find the 10 billion rand that we need to cancel all historic debt in this country and create an environment where students are able to access higher learning despite the background that they come from. So especially for those who would not fall under or would not meet the NASFAS criteria, who would be above that perhaps, who would be form, who would form part of the missing middle. And today you have the Minister Bladen Zamande. He said to meet with universities. The students are saying, well, the minister has refused to meet with us and They describe him as arrogant and basically not somebody who they see as committed to resolving their concerns. So what is going to bring the protests to an end? Are we looking at a situation where these protests are going to continue, are going to be protracted with no reasonable solution in sight in the immediate term? So I'm not talking about the review that government is going to implement over the next coming months that could possibly speak to a solution over the next coming years. In this moment, what is it going to take to bring the protests that are taking place to an end? And where is the leadership? Where's the leadership? I don't get a sense that there is clear leadership that is working to bring all the parties around the table and say, because at the end of the day, people must still sit around a table and talk about these problems, right? There must still be some level of sobriety that is brought in. And the issues must be thoroughly thrashed out. The difficult conversations must be had. Where is that leadership? Do you see uh, a sense that there is leadership here? And who is providing it? Um, because when I, I, I was looking at those visuals and I thought, you know, there's just, there's a vacuum. There's a leadership vacuum in this moment. And perhaps the only thing that is going to help get out of it is going to be um, having officials take and 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 I don't know is 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 the minister the right person 
Is the, the Minister of Higher Education the right person to be providing leadership? Is it the universities that should be doing that? Is it the president? Who should be providing leadership in this moment? Getting all these parties into a room, around a table, and saying, we are not leaving this room until we have been able to resolve these issues. Of course, what we've also seen is, as these protests continue, now um, a back and forth about what happened yesterday. So there were visuals of a young lady who uh, seemed to have been shot just below her knee. Students were saying police used live ammunition. The latest statement coming out of the police is that there was no ammunition fired at yesterday's protest. In a moment, we're going to be speaking to Colonel Brenda Moridili, but I want us to listen to the protests. I want us to listen to the students and what they said at that protest after um, their colleague was shot. Please call an ambulance. Ambulance, ambulance boy. Busy ambulance. Can someone please call an ambulance? It's chaos here in Bramfontein where police clash with protesting students. One student has been shot and has been rushed to the hospital for medical attention in a minibus taxi. So that was the voice of Horisa Nisitole, who's an SABC reporter. Colonel Muridili, good morning and thank you so much for your time. Good morning to your listeners. Let's talk about what happened yesterday. I've seen the statement by the police saying that um, they were in fact not the ones who fired live ammunition. What do you understand, or ammunition of any kind, um, what do you understand to have happened yesterday? The report we have received from the commander who was in charge of protest is that none of his members have shot any kind of uh, firearm, not the rubber bullets and not even their life uh, ammunition was used. So that is the report that we have. And then you have seen the statement that it's calling for the victim uh, as soon as the victim is fit to do so, to come to the police to, re- to report the incident. Because even at the police station, the, which is Hilbert Police Station, mm-hmm. we do not have any report of any person who has opened a case with regards to a person who was shot and injured during the incident. So one of the difficulties that arises out of the story is that last week, the police minister, Begi Kele, said initially police had tried to cover up the shooting of Mtokozis in Tombo, that they lied about what had happened to him. Initially, they had said he fell and that's how he had gotten his injuries. I cannot comment on what the Minister of Police said. That uh, Lorenzo Temba, Ms. Lorenzo Temba, his spokesperson will be the relevant person to do so. When I got the report at the time last week, we did find the report that there was a person that was shot and uh, apparently fatally so by one of our members. And you know that uh, four of our members have appeared in court. So... Like I said, uh, you will have to speak to Lirando Temba with the, point, to the, the comments of the minister. Sure, the point that I'm that I'm building to here is that how credible is what the police say? Because last week they had lied to try and cover up the shooting of Mr. Ntumba. So today when they say we didn't use live ammunition, we now have a record of the police lying. So why should we believe that in fact there was no ammunition that was fired at students, whether live or whether via rubber bullets? 
Last week, when the incident happened, there was a case that was opened after the incident. So I am not going to be commenting on whether the police lied or did not lie, because I'm the one who was confirming the incident last week. I'm the one who was doing media interviews with regards to a person, a bystander, who was fatally shot by a rubber bullet, which was shot by one of our members. So, like I said, I'm not going to be caught up into who lied when. I am not aware of any lie that was being done. I was told when I had the reports and when I had to confirm to the media that there was an incident and it will be investigated. As you know, the case is now with the IPID. They are the ones that are investigating this case. We have not yet started with our internal investigation because we do not want to do a bilateral investigation while the IPID is doing their investigation. As soon as the IPID gives us a recommendation based on what they have investigated, we will also institute whatever recommendations that they have and also institute our own internal investigation to be able to, to, to get, get to the bottom of this. Colonel Moridili, I know that you also have to go. Just one last question to you. What is the, pro- the approach that police are taking to these protests on a national scale? Has there been any directive to not use ammunition on these students? There has been a directive from the national uh, JOC wherein all the provinces were sent correspondence as to how they should be handling this, uh, this uh, the student protest. And then all the members that are responding, which are the POP members, have been trained in crowd control management, so they know when to do what. Uh, they've also been trained. First, when they get to a scene, they have to assess and they will have to match what is the current situation with the kind of force that they respond to. Colonel Moridili, we're going to have to leave it there because I know that uh, you have to go. She is the National Police Spokesperson. Look, we can talk about the training of the public order policing as much as possible, but um, if they did half of what they've been trained to do, allegedly, uh, some of the scenes that we see play out um, would not be taking place. So, yes, not all police you know, are shooting indiscriminately into crowds without making sure that they have explored every other option but the reality is that there is a pattern and we have lost um you know a 35 year old father as a result of that shooting last week but so beyond the violence we need leadership that yes finds the best way of responding to the situation uh, in terms of the protests. But how are they going to be brought to an end? What is it going to take to end these protests? And, you know, what kind of conversations, negotiations need to be taking place right now with the students in order uh, to find some kind of common ground?